kingdom church agenda. This makes uh, Sermon 10. We were going to go, we're going to go in another direction after today, but there was one last principle in Isaiah 55 that I think will bless us, I think will encourage us as we move forward in this kingdom agenda thing. Amen? Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we are reading out of Isaiah 55, beginning in verse 6 through verse 11. It would be on the screen before you. And it reads as such in our hearing. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near, which means he will not always be found. He will not always be near. If we don't respond to him while the time is given, the door will close. Move on. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Unrighteousness begin with thoughts. We think it's action, but it's really thoughts that have gotten down into our hearts. Amen. That means abort it before it gets in your heart. You don't mind if I exegese it as we go through. I do it quickly for the ladies in heels. Okay. <laughs> Let us return, which means that this may mean those who once walked with him, once was with him, but turned away. He says, I have created an opportunity for you to come back. He said, and he will be merciful. Our God is merciful. Say that with me. He's merciful. And he said that he will abundantly pardon. How awesome is our God. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, not are your ways my way. God has a way. And when he blesses only his way. So we must find his way. Let's go on. My thoughts are, are not your thoughts. Okay. As the heavens, which mean not the sky, heaven. As where he reigns at, outside of the stratosphere are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. This is where we're coming down to. This is where we're going to, as, as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but waters the earth and it makes the seed, it makes the seed bring forth bud or fruit that it may get seed to the sower. Say that with me. Seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. It shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Amen. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. Father, even now, Lord, move Tracy out the way and order my thoughts. Order my words. Bring back to my remembrance only that which you want me to say. 
create an atmosphere of hearing that we won't only hear your word, but we will receive your word. Lord, even let nothing hinder it. Let nothing stop it. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak. Amen. I was blessed yesterday to be able to spend some time with my son, Britt. Britt is very deep for a young man. He's so deep that on his job, uh, guys in their 30, 40, 50 years old come up to him, and they ask him questions about marriage, and he's not even married. <laughs> it doesn't matter about color. It doesn't matter about race. He, he got this drawing, and in talking to him, he said this to me. He said, Dad, I am befriending folks because they know where I stand. And if they can see me as a Christian, and even though they have met other Christians, if I can befriend them, they can say, I met Brit, and Brit don't treat me like that. He said, my purpose is to be a witness and win some for Christ. He understood that. He understood that. We were talking about the ways of God, and, and we were talking about how God... Pro- and this is what he said. He said, and I told him I was going to preach it. He said, Dad, he said, trust the process. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Turn to your neighbor and, t- and tell them, trust the process. <laughs> you see, you see, if you are a Christian, God has you in process. You may not understand it, you may not like it, you, it may hurt right now, but if you are where God wants you to be, God is processing, not processing it, he's processing you. <laughs> see, many times we want God to process it to take care of it. Wait a minute, more than it, it is you and I that is in God's process and sometimes he will turn up the heat. See, 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 God God is interested in bringing out of us what he put in us. There are seeds of Christ in you. That the flesh, the flesh can't bring out of you. And the only way for God to get the diamond, the fruit that he knows is in you, is to put us under pressure. Is to put us under heat till something goes pop. Oh, y'all, not, y'all, y'all need to walk with me in this. Y'all need to walk with me in this. See, 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 when you are resisting God, because some of us think it's the devil doing it. Are you sure? It may be God who got you in a place where he has you because you keep on jumping out of the fire he got you in. 
And until we allow God to get us to the place where, Lord, I trust you in my process. I understand that you're trying to bring out of me what you put in me. And that my way is not your way. My thoughts are not your thoughts. So, Lord, though I'm being afflicted, my affliction, like David said, is good for me. Is anybody can say today that your affliction taught you some things? Is anybody here today can say your afflictions made you stronger? Is anybody here today can say that through your tears, you learned that God is faithful? That through your hard times, you learned that God is a miracle worker? That through your sickness, God stepped in right on time. You know what? We have to learn to say yes to him when we don't want to. (laughs) We got to allow the pressure on the outside to make something go pop on the inside. God is up to something. Do you know that? You got to understand that God is always in everything in your life. And even though you may not understand, I told God the other day, I said, Lord, I'm so glad you didn't let me know what I was going to go through before I went through it. (laughs) Because if he would have showed me what it was going to take to get me where I'm at, I would have ran. I would have been, I would have been, who was that who ran from God? Who <laughs> went, was supposed to go to Nineveh but went to Tarshish? See, see, instead of Jonah, the book would have been Tracy. <laughs> but now that I see some things, now that I done experienced some, now that I can connect some dots, listen, you have to be, you have to be somewhere in the process before you can connect the dots. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, let me step into this. When you're first in the process, nothing makes sense. You can't even tell where God is at. But if you keep on praising him, if you keep on thinking him, if you keep on staying there, if you, if you, if you, if you make yourself not do what you want to do, let me say that again. If you, if you discipline yourself to shut up and praise God, if you, if you don't jump out in the process, God will start showing you what he has accomplished. He start connecting dots. And then, then if, if, if you're there, he'll start showing you the next dots he connected. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> Understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Won't he give you a vision and hope in the midst of the storm? Yes. God will 
it'll give you something to hope for that's, that haven't materialized yet. Because you need something to hold on to. And God said, if you trust me, let me show you what I'm up to. And listen, and, and, you, and, and God will show you some stuff you can't tell others because they wouldn't understand it because they're not in your process. There's some things you can't share with nobody else. Why? Because their journey is not your journey. And if you share with them what God done told you, they're going to think you done lost your mind. So, but, but God will do something. God will give you glimpses and signs of what he's up to to encourage you while he's taking you through. God is saying, say, I'm in process. Romans 5. Romans 5, Amplified. Verse 4. Watch this. Romans 5. He said, therefore, since, yeah, we've been acquitted, all that. Watch this. Endurance, fortify. He, he, said, he, said, he said, pressure, trouble makes you strong. Listen, listen, yeah, it takes a while to get there. But, but after you've been through enough stuff, the stuff that used to move you don't move you no more. Listen, some of the stuff the devil used to throw at me, I laugh at it now. You know why? I know enough about God and his keeping power. I have experienced enough about God that some of the stuff that would take my peace away makes me laugh now. On the journey, listen, at the same stuff, take your peace this year that stole your peace five years ago. Something's wrong with that picture. You're not allowing the process to do what it's supposed to do. At some point, you don't cuss as easily. At some point, you don't fight as easily. At some point, you don't lose your attitude so easily. At some point, you get to the place folks can't move you no. Situations don't move you like that no more. People don't move you like that no more because you have learned God will fight my battle. God will take care of me. God will equip me. God will do it for me. It is the experience of God in our struggles. It is the experience of God in our tears. It is the experience of waiting on him and when he shows up something happens on the inside something goes pop have anything went pop in you what's this he says he says endurance being fortified being to stand on the promises to stand on the vision of God 
develops maturity. Can, can, I, can, I, can, can I help us? Aging Christianity don't mean you're growing. We got Christians who've been in church all their lives. And they are as as much a baby as they have ever been. Why? Listen, unless we allow the process to benefit us, then there's some younger Christians who are growing by leaps and bounds. Has nothing to do with age. It's, 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 are we walking by faith? Are we trusting God? Are we laying it on the line with God? Because some of the stuff that, that, that bothered us, we should have killed that imp. There's some demons you shouldn't be bothered with no more. There's some things you don't fall in that trap no more. There's some things that you say, no, that was 10 years ago. I'm not going back to that. Look, he says, character is that, 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 that you're holding on to who God has made you to be. And watch this. You representing God is more important than you representing you. you know your God's picture on earth? You know, how can I say this? Some of the stuff Christian folks put on Facebook, Twitter, on Facebook. But I think we got personality problems. We one way on Sunday, but if you catch my Facebook on Monday, Jody Sharp on Sunday, Naked on Facebook Wednesday. I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm confused. Cause what I saw on Sunday ain't matching up on Friday. Character means I'm staying the same. What you met on church, you're going to meet in the grocery store. There's an authenticity about your living 
that, there, that there's a same, there's a stableness. I'm not going to flip the strip on you. See, see, Izzy ain't going to come out on. Did I say that? See, because we can flip back to the old personality. Oh, okay, let's go on. But says, the character produces the habit. What's this? I said this before, but let me, let me, let me dig into this for a little bit. Even when you're in the storm, when you are maintaining who you are, there is a joy and a faith that holds you. I hear people all the time, well, God don't want me to go through this because I'm not happy. Show me happy in the Bible. I can show you joy in the Bible. See, happy has to do with my outward circumstances. Happy has to do with everything is going good on the outside. God is more working on the inside that regardless of what's going on on the outside, there's a peace, there's a joy, there's an assurance, there's a confidence, there's a knowing on the inside. See, 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 when you know that you know, that you know, that you, when you know that you know, that you know, that you know, the devil can throw anything at you and you can stand it. Oh, you may cry, but after you get through crying, I trust you, Lord. believe God's trying to get us to the place where he can brag on us where he can say Satan you want to try her you want to test her go ahead because I know when you squeeze them you're going to get praise out of them because I know who they are on the inside listen if I get or if I take an orange and I want apple juice, I don't care how much I squeeze that orange, I'm not gonna get apple juice. I can pick another orange. I don't care how bad I want apple juice, I'm gonna get orange juice because the product is an orange. When God got us in the inner core. No matter how much Satan squeezes, uh-huh. you know what he's going to get? Praise and worship. God's trying to get us on the inside that no matter how much we are pressed, that he knows what he's going to get out because he knows what he got on the inside. That's what this is talking about. That's the process. And every one of us is in process. Getting mad at God 
getting and say, I'm going to do what I want to do, just show that he hasn't gotten deep enough on the inside that he gets what he wants when we press. <laughs> Go back to Isaiah 55, and let's deal with the next principle. Next principle, then we're going to go on. Isaiah 55, I believe, is verse. Started at verse 7. Let's see where we are. Move up, move up, move up. Move up, move up. Move up. Move up. That's where we're going. He says, he says, he says, this, he said, this spiritual principle works like agri- agricultural process. So every farmer knows that if he plant seeds in the ground, yes, sir. he needs rain yeah. and snow to water it. Yes, sir. Because the process of germination is it takes the heat of the soil and the moisture of the rain to penetrate the outer skin of the seed until the inner something presses against the outer skin and it goes pop. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. You know what God's trying to do with us oh, yeah. in the process? Oh, yeah. He's trying to make what he put in you go pop. Amen. You know what I've learned? You know what I'm learning? God's not going to take me to the next level until this level go pop. Until I allow what he's working on here to go pop, there is no new, next revelation, illumination, or process because until this go pop, ain't nothing going to pop. So therefore, it is, it is possible to be stuck in process for years because we keep on fighting God for going pop on the inside. See, germination got to take place. And, and it's not a one time. It's different areas in our lives that God's trying to bring himself out of us because he has put himself in us and the reason why we don't see more Christ in us is because we haven't allowed Christ in us to go pop. Hold on. There's more here. He He said, my word exchange Rain for his word because he's using the illustration. He said, my word, if it gets on the inside, it maketh. It maketh. Whatever I put in you, it will maketh. So the process is working on the word and allow the word to work on us. When the word is working on us, it will cut sometimes. It will heal sometimes. It, it, will, it, will, it will check you at times. It will make you change your attitude at times. It will make you convict you at times. Why? Because it's the word. It's a living word. 
And what he says is this. Watch this. Watch this. He said, now what's a brand for bud? Bud means fruit. A lot of times, we think once we get fruit, it's finished. That's one of the worst mistakes. Miss Terry, can I, can I borrow you? Okay. Come over here to the piano. Let me sit down at it first. I ain't going to play. Because I need you to do the other part. I remember years ago, this couple came to me. It was six months after they got married. And, and they came to me and they said, we got a problem. I said, what's the problem? She said, he changed. I looked at him and he said, she changed. I said, I already knew what the problem was. I said, well, what's the problem? She said, he don't do what he used to do. He said, she don't do what she used to do. Had a number of couples to say this. I knew what the problem was many times. And what happened is, I said, and she said, and then, and then, you know, she said, he, he, he don't do, I said, he don't know your tune. Yes, he does. No, he don't. Yes, he does. No, he don't. Yes, he does. No, he don't. Listen, let me explain. The dating game is the man plays. Tune. 
Give me something. Give me something. She can play a song. Now listen, I play the same keys, but not in tune. That is an identifiable song. There's melody, there's harmony. You can identify it. When we mess up God's process, when we don't let the sea grow, then we blame God because we messed it. It's that we learn in the Word of God. God has a tone. God has a way that they want us to play it back to Him. We try to play all the keys and we're not playing His way. We're not playing His way. So, therefore, we're not getting the response, we're not getting the return that God wants to bring up back to us. Proverbs 1, verse 1, he said, he said, he said, I, I gave you this so that you would know how to deal discreetly, so that you have instruction and understanding. I gave you the word so that you would know how to deal with life. Notice, back to our verse. He says, thank you. He says, what's it? He said, I give seed. Then watch this. He breaks this up. I give bread, I give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All of us who are Christians have been given a barn house of seeds. Yes, sir. The problem is that many of us don't realize that you don't eat all your seeds. There's a process in turning wheat into bread. And many times we get so happy with the fruit that we don't know what to do with it. I'm married now. I don't have to do all that. You my wife, you supposed to. You my husband, you supposed to. And not maintaining. Girl, have a baby. I want a baby. I want a baby. Did you know that that pregnancy and delivery is easier than parenting? I have any witnesses in the house. Raising kids is hard. And if you gotta raise them by yourself, come, come here, man. Come here, come here. Here, I'm gonna give you a mic. How many, how many little girls you got in the house? Three. Huh? Three. Plus your wife. I say that. You say that. In the name of Jesus. I say that. You say that. She's a woman. Smart man, smart man. In the name of Jesus. 
that some of your kids are getting to become teenagers? In this world? If you're not prepared for the next level, just because you have a baby don't make you a mother. Our Father. Just because the pastor said, man, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Don't make you a wife, don't make you a husband. Just because you start ministry don't mean you know to handle ministry. And there's a whole lot of things that God has laid in our hands and because we didn't do due diligence, watch this, watch this. When harvest come, you got to know how to eat some and save some. You got to know how to plant some so that you can get more next season. So you save enough to eat to maintain you till next harvest come. But watch this. But if you eat it all, God's going to say, what did you do with what I gave you? Even tithing is based off the same principle. It's everything in spiritual principle is based off what did you do with a portion that I gave you? Did you bless somebody else? Some of us are so selfish that we have ate up everything and we can't bless nobody else. So why should God give you more when what you had you didn't appreciate and didn't use it to advance the kingdom and bless somebody else? What I'm doing holding this? I don't know why I'm holding that. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, these are principles. Yes, sir. Whether we know how to live by them or not, they are active in our everyday life. He has a way. And we are in process. He did not just give this illustration as an illustration. He given this illustration. This is my way. And I have given you a natural thing of agriculture so that you will understand spiritual principles. So as a farmer does, you need to do with everything I have blessed you with. Because you in return isn't blessed. Let me show you. Let me he said, if anybody wants friends, they need to be what? So you get back what you Amen? Since God been merciful to us, we ought to be Y'all begin to see the picture. I can run this all the way through. Those that are pure heart, they shall see not in heaven now. Because God said, if you ain't real with me, you ain't real with nobody. I ain't showing you me. It's a principle that I can apply in every area. 
And when we're not walking it, it won't work for us. You know, I discovered you can't trick God. Lord, I mean it this time. Until tomorrow. Let me show you how God works this out. He works with seed. Hear Jesus in the gospel of John, and he says, and he's telling them, I'm going to die. And he said, unless a kernel of seed goes into the ground, it does not bring a harvest. He said, I became one of you to do for you what you could not do for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to what he says. He says, he said, I, I come 42 generations, and though I was in eternity and I'm God, he said, I wrapped myself up in human flesh. Yeah. And I became, I'm gonna counsel out the first Adam yeah. that gave you a fallen nature. Yeah. And I'm gonna become the second Adam to renew your nature. Yeah. He said, since you can't come up to me, I'm going to step down to you. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, you know, I'm so glad God plays in mud. I'm so glad he plays in dirt. You know why I know? Because I was dirty. And he reached down and grabbed me and picked me up. Is there anybody else? Well, well, we couldn't reach him. So he stepped down to us. Somebody say, thank you. Somebody say, I praise you. Somebody say, he's worthy. You ready for this? Listen, listen. He stooped down. He became one of us so that we could could become like him. You don't know what you got on the inside. You don't know who you really are on the inside. If you ever got a glimpse of the glory that's down on the inside. Listen, listen. It's not God trying to put more in. He's trying to get out what's already in. He put it in you when he saved you. Now the process is to break out of you what's already in you. The devil is a liar. He's trying to make you stay down. He's trying to tell you you at the bottom. But God says, I didn't make you to tell. I made you the head. He said, the last shall be first. He said, I will lift you. I will lift you. Now stand up. 
you're a young man. So there's a whole lot of squeeze that got to get on. But don't let nobody look down on your youth. Your youth is not a deterrent. It's a blessing. Give him everything. Give him everything. Trust him and watch what God will do. Listen. Listen. Watch this. I would rather die trusting God than get in my own mess and miss God. Did you hear that? I would rather trust God when it don't feel good. Trust God when it don't look good. Trust God when it hurts. Trust God with some tears. Trust God when it looks like you're losing. Trust God when people are laughing. Trust God when folks don't make sense. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Because when God begins to lift you, can't nobody stop you. I'm almost done. One more. Can't you see Joseph? Here he is. Got a vision that people going to give him homage and his own brother throw him in a pit. Can you trust him in the pit? You got to have pit faith. You got to have the type of faith when folks done threw you in the pit. You look up out of the pit. I still see the stars. I still see the moon. I still see the sun. There must be. There gotta be. A God somewhere. And I'm gonna trust you in the pit. Can't you see him? In slavery. And he's working as though he's working for the Lord. Listen, don't ever think that the level you're at is the only level. Be open for the next level. Listen, now watch this. And in the level you are, you might have to take two steps back before God takes you to the next level. Like, I don't hear me. See, we think it's this way. Sometimes it's this way. What are you doing, God? But notice, I'm going forward by going backwards. And when you keep your eyes on him, it really doesn't matter as long as he got you. Philippians said, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. That though he had equality with God, it was in the form of God, which means that he was God. He humbled himself and took on the form of a man. He did it for you. He did it for me. 
he came down, became one of us. He was still fully God, but he wrapped himself up in humanity. He sat where you sit. He feel what you feel. He's been through what you've been through. That means then that there's nothing you can't bring him. There's nothing you can't tell him. He been there. He got that. He, he conquered that. He went through that. He got power over that. Give it to him. 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 The process. It's not the end of the process. It's the walking through the process and knowing that he's with you. What's that? Because Jesus despised the cross. It said that God has given him a name above every name. Now watch this exaltation. And every knee shall bow and every Tongue shall confess. Listen, this is what our Buddha teaches us. The more you go through, the higher guy is going to raise you. If he can trust you in the valley low, he can trust you with the mountain high. If you can be faithful in the valley low, watch God. Watch him. If Jesus had to go down, you got to go down. But because Jesus got up, got up, got up, got up, you're going to get up. That's something to shout about. Trust him in the process. Trusting when it don't feel good. Trusting with tears running down your face. Trusting when you don't know. Trusting. a higher level he wants you and you may not even know why 